Gilad's the CEO, correct, of, of Normatech? Yep, you got it. All right, so um, my favorite compression sleeve, um, and he's got several. He's got uh, sleeves that fit on the legs, the hip and lower back, as well as the arms. And I went out to perform better to speak. I, I forgot where. There's four different locations that we that we went to. But I, I saw Brian sitting with these, these Normatech boots on. I'm like, oh, my God, I've been hearing about these things. I want to try them. And he's like, well, sit down and try him. And I threw him on and I had him on for like probably 30 to 40 minutes. And I got up and I was like, oh, my God, my, my body feels great. And the next day I went to Justin Tupper from Revolution Golf and I stayed with him in Orlando and um, he had him. And I, I threw him on two days in a row and I was like, oh, my God, I'm hooked. And then Brian hooked me with Gilad. We started talking and then through Charlie Weingroff, my PT, there was just like many different degrees of separation. A lot of things happening. Yeah, a lot of things happening. Like, but, yeah. you know, he... Uh, and Gilad, we we want to get a lot of the theory behind compression. Can I just ask yes. one thing though? Sure. Yes. When, just just so I can <clears throat> clarify. Um, so when I was looking up uh, these products, they they were not like compression in the sense of like what I'm thinking of like a compression sleeve would be. Like these are like actual like boots, and you're putting your 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 feet your feet in them. Correct? Like oh the way yeah, no no no. Like it, I mean, what would you say? It pumps air into these sleeves, yeah. and it almost segmentally goes through specific areas of the leg, the arms, the hip, to where it helps increase blood flow. Would that be? Yeah. The whole, the whole idea is that we're using um, air compression to help increase circulation in the body. So where before people would say compression, you typically think of like an ace bandage or some kind of compression right. sleeve, um, where there's some definite good applications for that. A lot of times that's a very static type of application and our, nothing in our body is static, we're very dynamic beings. We only wanna be even more dynamic when we get out there and we're actually working out. So we wanted to mimic physiology, the way the body moves fluids. We went ahead and, and took a lot of those principles and put it into a system that you can use on your, uh, different extremities in your hips as well. How long did that take? Yeah. Like to, to, to get to this, to get to that point? Yeah. You know, it's a great, it's a great question. Um, we started it. So we named it after my grandmother, Norma. Uh, we're just glad her name wasn't Mildred or Fifi because <laughs> Fifi tech doesn't have the same kind of ring to it that Norma tech does. Uh, but my, my late mom started our company and she was a medical physician and a PhD bioengineer. And she wanted to help patients with poor circulation after breast cancer surgery. And um, I saw the application in sports, and this is going back about maybe 10, 12 years ago, and um, had no idea what I was doing back then, but it started as like a rehab tool, post-injury, post-op, um, and then it started becoming this thing that athletes are gravitating towards because it was working so well to enhance blood flow in the body um, after hard workouts and, and, and crazy games and competition um, to use it before and after to give you what we now call fresh legs faster. Can you discuss a little bit of the science? So we know that the compression boots are going to help increase circulation. But for the people out there that, that don't know, uh, can you explain why? Can you just go through step-by-step step the, the process that it's accomplishing? Yeah, so we're constantly, when we are on the move, not only are we physically on the move, but things in the body are constantly moving as well. And our body has developed this really awesome way of moving blood flow when you're upright and you're healthy and you're running around. Um, and when that thing isn't working because you're non-ambulatory, you're in a wheelchair, you're injured, you're um, older, you're not able to move quite as well. And we know a lot of problems will happen. We've all had grandmas and grandpas, some of us have had surgeries that have uh, kind of uh, confined us to a wheelchair before for a period of time. We have those swollen, puddled ankles. So the whole concept there is when you don't have your body moving fluids, um, things start to stagnate in areas you don't want it to. So we looked at a healthy uh, body, healthy physiology. And we said, when you're running to the bus stop, you're 
um, doing sprints in a workout, you're on the court, you're running in a basketball game. How does your body mobilize those fluids? So we looked at your calf muscle, gastrocnemius soleus muscle complex in the body, and we said that's a really great mechanism to kind of pulsate and move that blood flow, venous and lymphatic return up north. And um, it's something the body employs naturally. And if, again, if you don't have it because you're injured or you're on the older side and you're in a wheelchair, um, you have complications as a result of not having that muscle pump or kind of like a heart down below moving that fluid up. The next thing we looked at is moving it up is great, but gravity just wants to bring it right back down. So we incorporated um, in the Normatec what the body has naturally in our veins and lymphatic channels. The veins are the system that's bringing deoxygenated blood back up towards your heart so you can get oxygen in it and redeploy it to the body again. And lymphatic channels, obviously, are those sewer system of the body um, that's, that's removing a lot of the byproducts uh, that happen after uh, exercise. And in those veins and lymphatic channels, we have these one-way valves that prevent the fluid from going down and gravity, right, just wants to push it down, it's going back up, and it kind of creates that directionality. So we incorporated that as well. So when you're actually in the Normatec and you're pulsating like the calf muscle over your knee, it's holding at a higher pressure below in your foot and in your ankle, and that's creating a one-way valve action, um, mobilizing that fluid uh, the right way up. And the last one, is a release way down below. So the way food and liquid moves through your gut works through something called peristalsis. Same concept here. We're pulsing with the Normatec on your quad. We're holding in the knee and in the calf, and we release uh, the pressure way down below in your foot and allows a rush of arterial flow that has oxygen and nutrients and all the good stuff your body needs, whether you're injured and you're rehabbing or you're healthy and you're just trying to oxygen load that muscle group uh, post-workout um, or pre-workout. Um, being able to add those three things together, we kind of hit the nail on the head and it's so powerful that we went ahead and patented it. Um, and it's, I think, really the main reason why we've been so successful at what we've been doing. Who's using this, this product? Like, who, who is it right now? Who is it for? And is it affordable for, you know, people that are just, is it just for pro athletes or, you know, would you recommend it for maybe people that are recreational athletes that are a little older? Yeah. So it's a great question. When we first got started, um, I really had no idea what I was doing about 10 years ago. So I'd walk up to different trainers and, and just knock on the door and uh, they'd look at me and say, you know, do you have an appointment? Thanks, but no thanks kind of deal. Um, but we first positioned it um, in the pro and college uh, arenas because those are the individuals, what I call, that have the double M, the means and the motivation, right? They're making all their money off their bodies um, and they're motivated to keep themselves as healthy and, and primed as possible uh, to perform as well as they possibly can. Um, and now it's been this trickle-down effect. So we count every professional football, basketball, um, hockey uh, team and the majority of athletes there as daily Normatec users. Um, but the focus has been work with the pros who are the best in the business and know their body better than anybody else. That includes the athletic trainers, that includes the strength coaches, that includes their personal training crew um, to understand what is going to work best for them and then apply that same theory and that same technology in a more affordable way to the average everyday consumer, basically create access to the Normatec patented technology to everybody else. So where before the last number of years, it was at a price point and kind of directed more towards that professional and uh, top end collegiate market, being able to bring that price point down while infusing a ton of extra technology into the system um, has really been the name of the game for us. And right now, um, the machine in two boots 
um, typically comes out to about a buck and a half, two bucks for a massage session if you break it down the price and how often you're going to use it just during the warranty period. So it's very affordable. Does the body become dependent on this? Because I'm sold on it. I, I mean, I've been using uh, Norma Tech sleeves now for, I think, I don't know, what is it, four, four or five months probably religiously since I, since I got a pair from you guys. Is it something, can you do too much of it or is it just one of those things where the more the better, your body's not going to get dependent on that or, is it, or does it, or I think what I'm trying to say is, is it going to become used to that additional circulation? That's a really good question. We get that from time to time for sure. Um, as a question, uh, we like to kind of relate it back to massage. Let's say you had unlimited time and unlimited money in your routine, right? Whatever level athlete you are, you're pursuing the absolute best about, um, and you get a massage. You're gonna feel the benefits immediately, you're gonna feel the effects immediately, um, but if you got a massage every single day, you can consider yourself lucky, but it's not gonna do any long-term detrimental um, damage to uh, you know what you got going on. It's the same thing here, we're basically giving you a really kick-butt massage therapist um, at your house 24-7 that you can use at your convenience. Um, and really easily incorporate it, right? Because you're sitting there and you have the boots on your legs and you're watching TV, you could be on the phone, you could be doing emails, you could be eating, you could be hanging out with the family, um, doing whatever you're doing and integrating it into your routine. I always like to say that we're not creating more hours um, in the day or in the week, so we have to figure out with all the multitasking that we normally do, how do we create something else that's very effective, very efficient, and something that you can integrate very easily into your existing uh, busy routine how long do you do you, do you wear them for and um yeah i guess that would be the yeah. first thing how long yeah. do you wear them for and did you yeah. play or do you also plan on like um you know i don't know what the first version looked like and like if that's actually what like don's wearing but is there are you constantly working on refining this and making them you know smaller you know more mobile things like that yeah for sure so we definitely don't rest on our laurels here at normatech and we're constantly um, pursuing what's next. Um, when we first got started, the system that Don has is our fifth generation system. And I think Don, you got it just right before it dropped. It just dropped in um, in, in May time, um, and it's it's culmination of years of research and development, uh, both on the science and from an R and D tech perspective, putting it all together. The first generation system was literally the size of a beauty case that you would bring on a plane with you like in the 1980s kind of thing. <laughs> uh, some women know it as a, a caboodle from when they were uh, in the 1980s and learning about makeup and stuff. Um, it was very heavy, it was very price uh, prohibitive, um, and it didn't really have anything other than just the guts of the compressor pushing uh, out air. Um, and with our fifth generation, we've made it so small that it literally is basically handheld. It's about three uh, pounds and change has a lithium ion integrated battery. And it's really cool because it's the first system of its kind to have an integrated iOS and Android Bluetooth app where you can not only use your phone as a remote control and see what's actually going on uh, minute by minute, second by second during your session, but you can also save all your parameters in there and deploy them very easily as save settings and go ahead and take your session data and automatically upload it to um, online um, resources like Strava, uh, Training Peaks, which is uh, another resource like Strava, more in the uh, endurance space with triathletes, runners, and cyclists. So being able to do all of that while we continue to bring the price point down has been one of um, the many challenges that we've had, but we've had a lot of fun doing it. And um, it's just been great. The product is finally now where the vision has been all these years, working with all the pros and seeing what they've been doing and getting feedback from the pros. And now having it start to trickle down where it's not just 
if you make your living um, off of uh, your sport, but you're going to the gym, what's going on? And we have um, establishments and companies like uh, Lifetime, like Equinox, that are starting to roll these out across the board. Yeah, but what what is the data giving? And I and I apologize to interrupt, but I know we can we're going to go on for a while here. But what is that data giving that that you're now collecting via Bluetooth? Like like I, I'm going and I'm using compression. It's it's increasing circulation in my legs. Like what can I possibly be finding out from that that's going to be beneficial to help me maximize or optimize any other area? For sure. So um, when we look at data, we look at a couple of things. One is uh, fundamentally, what is going on in and around the body when you're using the Normatec? And a lot of the studies that we've done with the U.S. Olympic Committee in Colorado Springs on Olympic athletes is looking at increasing everything from things that are going on at a cellular level, pressure pain threshold tests, right? We've all felt it, but we're really sore. And someone pokes you in the, uh, the quad after you've done, um, uh, let's say, squats the day before, two days before, you're going to feel it um, as a very sensitive kind of tender area. The more recovered you are, the idea is uh, the less sore you're going to be. Um, so they have all these pressure pain threshold tests, um, including other tests like uh, flexibility, able to demonstrate some really great um, effects and efficacy. Um, the holy grail as it pertains to recovery is really figuring out, and this is where the technology hasn't been here up until now, and it's only now starting to become more available. But before where you had a heart rate monitor, and that was like everything it was on your chest, it was on your wrist, it used to be the size of a juice box. Um, now, with um, everything from Garmin to the Whoops that are out there to Apple Watch to Samsung to everything else that's going on, the sensors are only becoming smaller and smaller and more plentiful. So being able to look at what's happening in the body on a minute-to-minute -minute basis based on how you're presenting, not only as you versus somebody else, but also how you're presenting right now after workout versus how you might present later in the night um, as you're a little bit more recovered but still not where you need to be. That's some of the data that we're starting to look at and being able to correlate uh, what to do when so you get the maximum benefit. You may have said this and I just may have missed sure. it. How long are you are you wearing? Are you wearing uh, I'm really not wearing it any less than 45 minutes. I mean, it seems like for me the sweet spot's 45 to 60 minutes because that's the time, that's pretty much all the time I have in the evening to just kind of wind down and watch watch some TV or watch a Met game. Or, But even if I have more time, I'm normally keeping it about 45 to 60 minutes. And it's, and it, it, I mean, the leg sleeves incredibly in my opinion comfortable like you just get them on i mean sometimes when you have the arms on you're trying to change and you know what i'm talking about you got the remote control in your hand and you're trying to change them i mean that that can get a little awkward but i'm really trying to rotate between the legs the hip and the arms but i'd say i probably use you know um probably uh two times uh, uh, what is it two to one to one from legs to hip to arms like okay. i'm always doing the legs probably a little bit more so you can't you can't walk yeah, with them on, with, with them on. Yeah, no. So uh, what do we like to say? These boots are, are not made for walking, so you're yeah. not going to be walking around with it. And we constantly need to figure out how can we give you the most effective recovery, but also it's not just about doing it, strapping it onto you while you're off to the racing, because the body needs time not only to sleep, but to be at rest and to be relaxed. And one of the things that um, uh, college programs really liked when we first got started with that, it would force the athlete to just take – 20 minutes, a half an hour and chill out and relax and be in the Norma Tech and do other things like some mindfulness exercises, uh, like meditation, like reviewing your game plan for your next workout, either before or after workouts um, and kind of going after it from that perspective. And, you know, Don's saying he's doing it typically 45 minutes to an hour. That seems to be typically what people will do at home. Uh, but we've seen really nice benefits in as little as 15 to 20 minutes in some of the studies that we've done with the U.S. Olympic Committee. Um, and again, we like to bring it back to 
what people know, which is like a massage, right? So if you're gonna be on a massage table for 15 minutes, you're gonna say, keep going. Once you hit an hour, most people wanna get up and get their day started. So again, it's about integrating it into your existing routine, but doing it in a way that's that's actually doable. And typically that 20 minute to, to hour mark, depending on what you have going on that given day is uh, usually what we're seeing. Do you ever put on all the parts like it's armor and like just kind of can't like, because there's only one. Uh, 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 that'd be pretty cool. Some <laughs> same time we actually do have some people that have multiple machines and if you go to some gyms that have multiple units if they're available you can kind of daisy chain them together and, and hook them up to different units that's um, certainly like michelin man right does it matter on your hormones arms legs is there even an effect there should you be cycling through through it or are the legs enough i know that's kind of two questions in one but i have so many sorry Yes, sure. So um, obviously you're going to get really targeted benefit by doing it on the limb that you're doing it on, right? Um, at the same time, um, I don't know if it's been published yet or if it's about to be published. I can, I can get you guys the data. Uh, we just did a study looking at doing it on one leg, so unilateral leg, um, and having some systemic effect where it actually is demonstrating increased circulation and a number of other things in the contralateral limb. So there's huge application there uh, for both if you have a cast, let's say, on one leg and you still want to recover the other leg, being able to help increase blood flow in that area. Um, at the same time, being able yeah. to demonstrate that it's not just what you touch, right? We're all connected, um, uh, or at least we should be, right, uh, on the inside. So what you do in one part of the body is going to have an effect on the other part of the body. We're able to demonstrate that. Uh, very nice. Go ahead. Well, cool. And I'm going to keep deferring to you since you've worn them. And, and sure. uh, like, did you notice a difference uh, immediately? Did it take some time? And what was the difference you felt from wearing them when you weren't? The difference was, I mean, I, I did notice that my that my tissue, my muscle tissue, did feel a little bit more pliable. And I do remember going through some really intense lower body workouts, right uh, uh, a workout right around that time, and it did minimize the soreness. The thing that I saw the biggest difference on was I was battling some knee, almost some tendinosis in my knee, and I was addressing, because you know I believe in the joint by joint approach, and I'm gonna, I, I always say X never marks a spot if we have some tendinitis going on in this specific area. There's a reason for this. So I was addressing areas above and below it that I felt could be contributing to it, but I couldn't shake that inflammation in the knee. Almost within two to three days of wearing it, that inflammation in the knee, it went away. Huh. And I haven't had that issue in a while. And I think I traveled, um, and, and it still kind of hung with me for that period of time. So, you know, did it fix my tendonitis? I'm not going to say it, it will ever fix the reason why the tendonitis came aboard because if you have tendonitis in the elbow, well, it could be a shoulder issue. You know, X never marks a spot. But I do know for a fact that that inflammation that had a really difficult time shaking almost immediately went away. So you heard it here. It fixed Don's tendonitis. It fixed my tendonitis. <laughs> how, about, how about hypertrophy? Now, this is a huge... I'm going to defer to you here. Well, that's what I was trying to get to topic. with you too. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm going to you here. I haven't, but I haven't put it but i haven't worn it so i can yeah but you're the you're the chief editor of one of the largest um, the largest magazine in the world like when it to comes wear... to putting muscle on so from uh, from a hypertrophy standpoint i can never say it, a hypertrophy standpoint has there been any science to prove that this has actually been able to put muscle on people as well yeah so we haven't focused on that area specifically with any studies um that would be very interesting to do we are able to I guess indirectly correlate that where if you're able to get more workouts in right. a period of time, That's... you're going to be able to do more with your body. Now, there's obviously a limit, right? We're not making bionic humans, um, but at the same time, just Could putting Normatec on, we're not just going to grow muscle, right? So if you don't work out, it's not going to you know cure everything and say, oh, just you know, pumping a Normatec. I, I wish uh, maybe that was the case, but that would be some freaky science that was out there. 
Um, but being able to do more in a shorter given period of time, I mean, that's really what it's all about. And to go back to your point just a second ago, Don, um, X doesn't mark the spot. And we know that with both injury, and we also know that when it comes to um, trying to push gains in the gym, where that's where injury usually happens, where you're trying to lift that weight. And we all have seen it, right? We probably all, I know I'm guilty of it at, at times where I'm trying to like, you know, do my uh, double bicep curls and I'm getting my whole back and I'm swinging and I'm doing everything I possibly can to get those, you know, 50s up there because I think it's gonna make them look cool or something. Um, and that's, we start recruiting from other muscle groups, that's where injuries start to happen. So we can actually make sure that obviously you have to make sure your training is on point, you're not lifting too much weight and the weight that you are lifting, you're lifting it correctly. But if you work out quads really heavy one day and the next day you're sore and you haven't pumped with Norma Tech, and you haven't done what you need to do to get yourself as recovered as possible, and you go to sling some weight or you're doing something in life like picking up a heavy backpack, right? Military, we talk about this all the time with them. They're picking up 80, you know, 60, 80, 100 pound rucks. And they're throwing it on their backs. You're not gonna go through the right biomechanics to do that. You're gonna be swinging with your back and all of a sudden now you got all kinds of injuries. So it's not just a little, you know. And dysfunction, I mean, you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's actually a really good point. I never thought of that. So you uh, you also, you work with the military with, uh, with with your tech? Sure, for sure. Yeah, we started off, um, obviously the um, the money is going to be uh, in early adopters, a lot of special forces, both the Navy and the Army, um, and they kind of implement that, implemented that stuff uh, across the board. But doing some really cool things, I was actually down at the Pentagon um, a number of months ago um, meeting with some very high up um, uh, officials. Uh, they probably don't want to be talking about who, but um, it was definitely inside the Pentagon and it, it was an experience. And one of the things they said is, well, how are we going to improve performance? But their bigger thing was close to 25%, this is the stat they threw out at me, 25% of US military personnel is non-deployable, the vast majority of that because of a soft tissue injury. That blew my mind. Wow. Can you imagine anybody you work with, 25%? Huh. I, I mean, I just, immediately went to my staff here, right? So we have about 65, 70 full-time employees at Normatech. Can you imagine if like 25% couldn't do their job? Like that would be catastrophic. And we're not exactly doing the same stuff the US military is doing in terms of, you know, we feel it's very important to, to help people out, but um, it's definitely not protecting our, uh, our way of life here the way the military is. So being able to help people as much as possible is, um, just incredible and that again that stat just really blew my mind when I heard especially that. for a soft tissue injury because it's not necessarily like they broke a leg here i mean right. what are what are the majority of the injuries you feel like this is addressing is it something as simple as tendinosis is it are there are there sprains to where this is just helping with circulation and just helping the restorative process or 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 a muscle pull like can you go through that a little bit yeah, you know, one of the first things, and bringing back to the military, because it was an interesting question you guys just asked and, and brought up, um, there were two things early on, and I knew we were on, that, that allowed me to know we were on to something. The first is that um, the first school we ever went to, University of Florida, um, their basketball team um, started buying more and more in the early days. And I said, uh, how do you guys know it works? Because, well, one, we're using it for post-injury. Again, these are the early days where we just use it when there was a problem not just for general fatigue and recovery, the way that it's morphed and, and adopted itself to, uh, to that today. One, you take it off, you see the results, all right? You feel the results you know, immediately, but you can see the results on the patient. Number two is the guys were coming in on the basketball team asking to get in the Normatex when they don't want to spend any extra time in the training room. They want to go off, they want to hang out with friends, they want to play Xbox, they want to do whatever they want to do. Um, the fact that they were coming and asking for it, especially the younger guys, um, really for them was intriguing. The second thing that happened is 
Um, the first contact I ever made in the um, in the military was the U.S. Navy SEALs. Um, got in lucky enough to know um, a guy, and he's worked his way up through the ranks. And he's an athletic trainer um, by trade originally. And he said, "I got a testimonial for you." And I said, "Okay, shoot." And he goes, "I got a guy that came back. He was on a night mission with his guys in Iraq. It's going back a decade ago, just when we were getting started." And he goes down in a ditch and he can't get up. He's got the weight on his rock and he just collapses and they help him out of there. They go to the field hospital and the surgeon goes, I don't know what we're gonna do for you. You have to go back to the States. So um, you're gonna have to get some surgery and we're just gonna mobilize you for 36 hours, go to Germany and then from there back to uh, San Diego. He gets back, they do an MRI the next day and go to the surgeon. The surgeon's like, I can't see anything. It looks like he just sprained it really badly, right? Because MRI is looking a lot of times at the water content. Uh, of the limb and it was just so cloudy and just, I, I don't see anything that's not attacked the way it should be. And the, this athletic trainer at the time said to the surgeon, like, you gotta be kidding me. There's no way this guy's gonna leave his unit because of a strain or a sprain of the knee. Go home, take Advil, elevate it, use some ice, which is what we've always heard forever and ever, and come back in two weeks and we'll MRI it again. So this guy, Jason, had a norm attack and he was able to put it on one of his guys. And um, he said to me that, he pumped for the first time for an hour. The guy finally fell asleep. First time in 48 hours, the guy actually fell asleep because he wasn't in pain. Went back the next day, inflammation had gone down so much, they re-MRI'd the joint. ACL, MCL, PCL, all shot to shit. And um, it was at that point we knew we were really kind of onto something. Wow, what about, um, so it's kind of a, you know ironic that you're here today because you came up in a conversation to one of my training partners i'm allowed to talk about this but he has a blood clot in his leg and i spoke to um a physician of his and, and i said would the normatech boots help him with this and he says yes it will but right now we have them on blood thinners for a, a very short period of time we want to allow those blood thinners to kick in but once it kind of gets to work this should help improve circulation. Have you had, has this, have you guys used this on any cases similar to what I'm talking about here? When it comes yeah, to so, and that physician is, is right on. So if you're out there uh, in the ether and you're listening, nice job. Dr. Um, Bill Healy, I'll give you a shout out right now. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and he or she uh, is, is right on. So one area you don't want to use it on um, is when an athlete uh, or patient is presenting with an acute DVT, an acute blood clot, deep vein thrombosis. Um, because if you have a clotting of the blood and you start to uh, mobilize it, it's going to go north, and then you have uh, a real problem called potentially a pulmonary embolism where you actually have a clot that goes into your lungs and people have been known to die from this. So when you have an immediate blood clot, and we're not talking about a little bruise, we're talking about something in, um, you know, in one of the deepest of veins and, and you're worried about that, go on blood thinners, monitor it. They do something called a duplex ultrasound where they wand it and you can actually get an image of it. Um, every once in a while, I have to put a filter in depending on your situation, but for most athletes, you just have to let it pass. But we are also FDA cleared on the medical side to be able to do what we do to prevent blood clots from forming. So if they're more prone, Typically people with blood coagulation disorders, um, those individuals that are post-op, especially knee and hip, are more prone to developing blood clots. Also, if you're very sedentary, um, uh, sometimes uh, if you're, uh, there were actually some, some cases from the Sydney Olympics where people would come back to the UK, basically around the world, they got off the plane, some of these Olympic athletes actually, um, I think the story was they just like dropped dead from a blood clot that didn't even know. So even if you're really healthy, 
there's still some potential that you might have something. If you have any concern, go to your doctor, but we are FDA clear on the medical side to prevent blood clots. Um, and if you do have a potential for getting them, um, we, we can help prevent it and, and hopefully not have you uh, have to navigate that. This type of compression is different than the ACE bandage type uh, that Gilad mentioned earlier, right? Now, this clearly has signs behind it that it can help improve recovery. What about the other one? It's a great question. I'm going to defer to Gilad on that. Like, is it is it somewhat of a hoax? I mean, is it just something where it feels good because it's on? Because when you put a compression sleeve on, it just actually feels nice. Is it? What is it actually doing? Yeah. So it's a really good question, and it's something that when I get into it with my buddies um, in the industry, uh, it's fun to kind of see where the conversation goes over uh, you know some beers on steak at night at, at these conferences. Um, there are a couple of things that are going on. The first is. Uh, in no particular order, but one of the big things that comes up is um, sometimes recovery, as like many other things in this world, if you believe it, you will achieve it, right? So there is a big um, psychological component. If you actually think you're getting benefit, it's going to be beneficial. And we know that's the case not only with sometimes compression um, in the static form, but also other things where you look at an athlete and they swear that if they eat peanut butter in their underwear upside down on their heads, it's going to help them with their workouts and they're going to do it. I've heard that, but it does. It yeah, does. I've definitely, I've definitely heard does. that. I mean, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guarantee there's someone out there doing something like that. Um, but in addition to that, we've seen some science around uh, using uh, static compression garments um, like compression socks during actual, let's say, marathons, where if you have larger uh, muscle, um, let's say calf muscle, it potentially can reduce the swaying of the muscle, which is going to uh, reduce the amount of energy and potentially help you perform better. There are also some studies that are out there as well where it can increase circulation and um, can be beneficial if you're sitting, let's say, on an airplane and you just want to do something that's low-tech, that's easy, that's very cost-effective um, to be able to put on. Um, some people like the way that it feels. Uh, some people hate the way that they feel uh, when they're in compression socks. And it's tough because compression socks and other um, type of um, appliances that you're going to try to like put on you in a static form if you can get it on, it's almost too loose, right? If it's too tight to get on and it's going to do its 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 most, um, it's it's really tough to get on. And if it's easy to get on, it's it's too loose. You almost need to kind of like spray paint it on you in a way. Um, and compression stockings, um, I believe, at their top end, their medical grade, I think, are like 25 to 30 millimeters of mercury. The compression range um, in this world is measured in mmHg or millimeters of mercury, similar to how blood pressure is measured. Uh, like 120 over 80. Um, Normatec starts in the 30 range and goes up to 110, but it's not just a static 30 or 110. It's a very dynamic, and again, we talked about that a little bit. Uh, it's just a different animal completely. Um, not all compression um, is made the same, just like not all training or most things in life are made the same. Considering the increase in circulation, is, are there any ties to increase in calorie burning? You know, that's an interesting one. Um, God, that'd be a cool advertising tagline, how huh? use Norma Tech and eat whatever you want. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is that I did get somewhat of a, like a thermo effect from it. So yeah. when I'm wearing it, yeah, my legs start sweating, my arms start sweating. Um, my other question was if you wear it too close to, I've fallen asleep with it on, but if you wear it too close to bed, because of the increase in circulation, is that gonna start 
energizing you in a way or is it going to actually help um, increase sleep so i think it's really two questions and i'm notorious for, for this calorie burning one and what's it actually doing to your sleep patterns so calorie burning is something that we're um, intrigued to look at a little bit more um, we don't have any studies that are demonstrating that it's actually burning calories but obviously um, things are all connected inside the body so that's definitely something to look at we have seen it both ways most people um, love using it before bed, it's very relaxing to them. Um, but we've also had those individuals who said, no, it's kind of getting me going. Most people will end up, if you're putting the time in the gym and practice, you come home, you're in the Normatec. With that, it's, it's very gentle sound, but the sound of the machine going on and off, I mean, you can have a, a whisper conversation yeah. over it, so it's, very, it's not very loud. Most people with that and in a comfortable environment and you know, it's been a long day, will end up passing out in the Normatex is actually uh, kind of a fun visual walking in and seeing your buddy or significant other uh, kind of passed out, usually a little bit of drool rolling down the face and uh, they're just kind of, they're having fun. Um, but uh, most people find you. it very soothing and relaxing. And that's like the holy grail, right? So if we look at all of these things that you can possibly throw at someone, look at what people are doing, um, mainstream and also not mainstream to enhance recovery. And you kind of give them all a grade, right? Maybe a check minus, a check, or a check plus. Um, and you look at all the dimensions of things that matter. Um, how does it feel while, you, while you're doing uh, this thing, right? So it could be foam rolling, it could be cryo, it could be massage, it could be Normatec. Um, how do you feel post, right? Is it effective? Uh, cost per session. Um, how easy it is it to deploy and take with you and go on the road? Um, one of the reasons I think in addition to be very effective, uh, that Normatec has, has gotten to the point that it has with the athletes and, and, and really the following um, that we've gotten is because we seem to give a checker, even really a check plus in all those areas. Cost per use is very low, um, as opposed to a massage. Massages are great, but they're usually 80 to $120 range, depending on where you are in the country, maybe even more if you're going a little bit uh, on a fancier side. All well, the ones that Don um, gets with those, uh, with the add-ons. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, I didn't. <laughs> I'm glad you went there, because that wasn't going there. Oh, man. man. You couldn't help himself. Oh, um, and you start going down that, that list, you know, having the ability to easily deploy this, easily use it, do something, right? Again, if you could afford massage every day, and it's a great adjunct if it's part of your routine, keep doing massage, right? I love my connection. I, I go to massage therapists pretty uh, regularly, not as regularly as maybe I'd like uh, from a time and money perspective, but um, more than some. And I love the connection. They're able to get in nooks and crannies that, that maybe the Normatec doesn't um, exactly dial in on, especially uh, you know uh, mid-back and around my diaphragm area and stuff. Um, but you look at all these things, and Normatech just continues to check all those boxes in terms of it feeling really good, being able to uh, do other things while you're actually in it, um, and be something that's very sustainable and, and something that you can really integrate into your uh, your existing uh, busy day. What are, what are some ones that get a check minus? Okay, so uh, people have foam rolled with lacrosse balls before, right? Right. Uh, there might be an effect afterwards, and some people are like, yeah, I'll put myself through hell, but I'll feel better afterwards. But if you're looking at the dimension, how does it make me feel while I'm actually doing yeah. this thing? Miserable. Yeah. yeah. Miserable, right? Yeah. Uh, massage, it's more expensive on, on the top end. Um, some people love cryo. You walk into a cryo chamber. Um, not everyone is thrilled with a minus 250 degree Fahrenheit um, experience, even though it's only two to three minutes. 
you can kind of put yourself through it, but it's not an enjoyable two to three minutes. Um, some people, some people, I'm sure. Well, neither is cold plunge, but I, I actually owned a cryo chamber for four years and I got rid of it and I'm getting a cold plunge now because I just have a much better effect from a cold plunge. I, I think it's night. No, I think it's night. You got to talk about cold, man. You should be uh, calling up your boy before you go and ask yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't spend money on it, so it's all good. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about cold for a second. Yes, right? bring it in. It's one of the first things that um, people think about when you say historically to somebody uh, recovery. Well, the first thing they sometimes say is put some ice on it. Right. right? Yeah. What's up? I thought you said I thought you were gonna say put some ice on it. Put some ice on or it. Or rub some dirt on it. <laughs> some ice, right? Because um, there's there's something wrong. So we we all know whether you're um, a hardcore athlete or you just get you know hit in the face of a kid and mom puts a bag of peas on there. Um, cold definitely has um, a nice what they call mild analgesic effect. It's a numbing effect, right? But you know it's not super powerful because if you take that ice pack off your shoulder, five ten minutes later once it warms up, you're kind of back to the same place that you were. The whole point of cold plunges, the idea behind it is what? Is that you wanna increase the blood flow and decrease inflammation to that area. So what we started to see is, um, and when we got started, everyone would say, well, gee, where's the cold component of Normatec? If you're doing it for recovery, you need some kind of ice, you need some kind of cold. So after the 500th person asked me this, I finally started looking it up. And I was like, okay, why cold? All right, it feels good for a couple of minutes and you're back to the way you were and all that stuff. Why are people so dedicated to it? Turns out, we all know this term rice, right? Rest, rest ice, ice. Yes. fresh, and elevation. Right. So I looked that thing up. It turns out there's always a guy or a gal, in this, in this case it was a guy, who coined the term rice for the first time in the history of mm -hmm. the world. He did it in the 1970s, and he wrote this best-selling book, New York Times book, um, back in the 1970s, James Fix wrote The Art of Running, um, and all these people were having injuries as a result, they called it jogging back then. And he wrote this book, Dr. Gabe Merkin, he was a MD um, orthopedic surgeon on how to combat running injuries. And it was published in page 25 in the 1970s. He coined the term rice as the best protocol we have to combat injuries, joint injuries, soft tissue injuries. Well, as it turns out, the science hasn't really um, demonstrated it over the last 40 plus years. And um, a number of years ago, he's now retired, he's in his 80s, he came out with a position paper retracting it. He said, I made my career off the term rice. Oops, I was wrong. Ugh. What we're actually finding is physiologically, when you jump into cold, right? And it makes sense um, evolutionary wise, why this actually happens. The body is saying, holy cow, I'm cold. I need to make sure my vital organ, mostly the stuff over here in mm -hmm. my brain is as protected as possible. I can survive without a finger or a toe. That's why we get frostbite from our extremities in the blood flow wants to come back and protect our vital organs. So our arteries will clamp down. And that's one of the reasons, and I will go there with you guys just because um, this is, uh, I think, a good audience for it. It's one of the reasons why men can't get or maintain an erection in an ice bath because ice is, cold, being cold is actually constricting uh, the arteries, not allowing arterial blood flow, which is the opposite of what Viagra's trying to do is actually open that up. Um, so by not incorporating cold, we want to get the bad stuff out, but we're actually clamping down, not on the bad stuff, we're clamping down on the good stuff that the body needs to rejuvenate the muscles and the tissue with oxygen and nutrients. So then they sometimes say, we'll do contrast baths. So you're going to right. go from cold, right. and then a couple of minutes into hot, right? Heat, cold, heat, cold, heat. And the idea is you're going to constrict with the cold, and you're going to vasodilate with the heat, vasoconstrict, vasodilate. 
You start going like that, well, that's the Normatec pulsing action, mimicking what the body's doing, and you don't have to put your junk in a 45 degree water. Right, but I'm not, but I'm not using ice for, um, I'm not using it for injury. I'm not using a cold plunge for injury. I, I'm using it mainly because I feel like on me, it's reducing stress pretty drastically. It's helping improving sleep quality. Um, it's getting me into a really good mental state, but physically I feel phenomenal from it. So I can't tell you the last time I've, I've had anyone, first off, if someone gets injured, I'm not telling him to put ice on it. I'm telling him to go see Charlie Weingroff. And if he's given the thumbs up, then I'm turning around. I'm saying, you know what? I recommend these Normatec boots now and do specific things. But from a cold plunge standpoint, I mean, the best I've ever felt in my life is when I'm jumping in and out of a cold tank for some reason. What's the science b behind that? I mean, I get what you're saying from an injury standpoint. I actually agree with you. But and why does it make people feel so good when they jump in and can out? Can you also it? quickly define when you say plunge, just so people know? Like, are you you jumping in and then out, or in and then yeah, staying I mean, out? I, and that's where the gray area is, I think, because I've been when I was at an AP when I was at Verstegen's place years ago. I mean, I think the cold plunge was 47 degrees, and we were hanging in there for 10 minutes. Then I went into an ice bath, and I was lucky to get two minutes. I mean, it was literally, but both times I got out, I got out of the shower, I put my clothes on, and I can recall it being the, probably the best I've ever felt in my life. So why is that? Um, you know, it's a good question, and I think it's, it's still hotly um, kind of debated. I definitely think um, you go for a workout or a run outside, and it's 85 degrees, and your internal body temperature is going through the roof. You want to try to cool that down as much as you can. And it does feel good to immerse yourself in um, a cold plunge or take a cold shower, whatever you're going to do to try to get your body temperature down. Um, in the end, we not only want to move, we, it's really all about fluid dynamics and, and fluid movement. If you find that it's making yourself feel good and it's legal and it's not hurting yourself, I'm always a big fan of double thumbs up and do whatever you're going to do. Um, some people don't respond to cold the way that you do, Don. Mm -hmm. uh, it might just be the, uh, the, the Spartan in you, I don't know. Um, oh, I've but, seen that though, and this is to agree with you. I've seen people jump in and out of cryo, and it's actually gotten them into a worse state where they, were, uh, they weren't feeling, yeah, no, seriously, yeah, I love it. But no, no, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah, leave it up there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you on that. I'm, not, I'm agreeing, because I've seen it happen with uh, cryotherapy. Yeah. And again, if it feels good and you're digging life, yeah, give him a sword. He forgot a sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of saying of saying yes to that. Um, and, and there's some science that's out there that's demonstrating that it's not just about food dynamics, but it's about other things and getting your heart back to where you need to be. In cryo chambers, for those people who love cryo chambers, there is an application. There is. It's incredibly cold, but it's an incredibly short amount of time. And the science there is you're trying to really reduce um, temperature, but just for the first millimeter or so um, from your skin down so that your body is tricked into saying, well, wait a second, I don't have, you know, uh, an environment that I can sustain myself and I'm going to bring all my blood flow here. You get out after two, three minutes and the body wants to rush blood flow back out to the extremity. So again, it's all about just, we're constantly trying to do that, whether it's massage, whether it's a Normatec, whether it's um, uh, in, in, in a cryo tank, being able to get in into a state where you can move that blood flow um, as effectively as possible. Interesting. I'm interested in checking these out. I mean, why don't you, yeah, I'm gonna have to bring mine. I'm gonna have to bring mine in one day to Sam. have Zach uh, kind of run through it and, and do a little test and, and talk. We'll about get a gurney. I'll put up. Yeah. I'll be up on here. I'll be working. <laughs> and then, and be useless at work. <laughs> yeah, especially I when you have you, the arms on. But I want to. You know, like I'm interested. I mean, I, who doesn't want to find 
better ways to to recover to feel better to train harder i've been in the business for 20 years i've been an athlete since i'm you know ye big and uh, out of every recovery modality i've ever tried um i've never i like you you, we could sit here we could bring a a hundred scientists or doctors in and they could talk about the benefits of cold or what's negative about cold there has not been one person so far who i've spoken about with normatec or the the compression boots that's been like, oh no, don't don't do it. Yeah, I just so want to say thanks to Gilad. Thanks a lot for uh, for informing us and coming on and, and, and hanging out with us for a bit. And obviously, thanks to Don. Oh, actually, where where can people find you? Yes. Uh, can you let them know where we can uh, find you on social media and or Norma any Tech. websites? Yeah, so uh, at NT Recovery on Instagram and normatechrecovery.com online, we have a cool interactive map where you can put in your zip code and find out events that we're going to have uh, that will be out close to you. Uh, as well as locations, you can go and try the Normatech, and uh, we're really big on a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you get it, you try it, you love it. Uh, we didn't build our business off of selling another widget. We built our business off of um, really having another evangelist out there that's going around talking about it and, and really ripping the benefits day in and day out. So um, it's all about creating that uh, more of a community space where people have a conversation around recovery and start really challenging their beliefs in what is possible. Uh, from what they've known and, and maybe what could be. I love it. So if you guys have any questions, we are reps at muscleandfitness.com. Yes. This is ZRaz on Instagram. At Don Saladino on Instagram. I love it. And guys, um, as always, if you have any questions, fire them off to us. We will be sure to get back to you.